Hey y'all, we are back with another episode of Unraveled, and I am yours truly, Natalie Rose. I'm flying solo this week. Um, my partner in crime is kind of off doing her own thing, but we still send her all the love to sunny San Diego. KB, if you're watching this, uh, I love you, obviously. So yeah, by the time that you receive this episode, it will be February the 14th, which is none other than Love Day. So happy Valentine's Day to my girls, my gays, and my theys. I love you a lot. Um, and I mean that, even if I've never met you, I love you. Um, I feel like people usually are apprehensive about saying things like that or expressing those feelings to each other. Um, even when, you know, even to people that they do know, um, but especially to people that they don't know, or just kind of outwardly expressing it to whoever might receive it. Um, because I don't know, we're afraid or we're being self-protective or whatever the situation might be. But I always grew up and for a long time believed that like, you shouldn't tell someone that you love them or say that, that term lightly or just flippantly throw around that like you love people um and I get you know not wanting to get yourself hurt or whatever but at the same time like the world lacks so much love just in general the world is very much lacking in love uh and I think it is because we kind of like gatekeep it and we reserve it for special people and special circumstances. Um, you know, and that's great. Like we share that kind of love in those kind of spaces and with those people who hold that meaning to us. But at the same time, like love is a universal thing. Um, it doesn't, you know, it's energy doesn't have any bounds. Um, and so one day along the line, I just kind of like thought about it and was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to tell everyone and anyone that I love them um, in any given opportunity that I can. Because, like, first of all, we all hold that ability. We all hold that much in ourselves. And why not release that? Um, and second of all, like I said before, like, people in their lives and people in the world are just, it's missing. It's missing from the occasion occasion, equation, all too often. Um, and we need to, we need to just share it more. We need to spew more love. We need to get weird about it. You know, like make it fucking weird, not in a creepy way, but like tell everyone you fucking love them. In fact, pause this video and if you're not physically in the presence of another person, that's fine. But like, at least give someone a call, send someone a message, tell them that you love them. If you're in the presence of someone, even better. Like literally turn to them right now and just tell them that you love them. If you're not in the presence of someone, whip out your fucking phone or close the app that you are streaming this on and text them, call them. FaceTime them. I don't care. Tell someone that you love them. Just do it. 
it feels good. That's the thing. Like it, it makes me, it fills me with something too. When I share that with other people. So just do it. We don't do it enough. In fact, we don't do it enough so much so that when you do randomly tell someone that you love them, usually they're like, what do you want? Or like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Why does something have to be wrong? Or why do we want, like, why do we have to want something out of someone to tell them that we love them? That shit makes me sad. Like, seriously sad. So I want you to do it. That's your homework right now. Um, and if you don't, I will know. Don't ask me how. And I will be very disappointed in you. So you fucking better. Anyway, I've been having a really difficult time today, like up until like right now, sitting down and recording this. Um, I don't know why. I have just been like very anxious brained and very like attention deficit brained like today, which is my everyday, but it's been very, very like heavy today. It's been a lot more noticeable today. Um, I don't know. It's just like I, I set out and have these goals to like get things done and then my brain on any given occasion will sabotage me and I will get distracted into a bunch of other things or like I will have the mental momentum to like I want to do this this and this or I have all of these ideas when it comes to sitting down and recording and then there's like another part of my brain or my body or some other part of me that's just like no we're not gonna fucking do that you're not you're not gonna do that so um yeah we've been dancing the dance with some good old self-sabotage today uh which has been super fun but I still wanted to show up um, for you and for myself, um, which actually, like, ironically goes really well with what I wanted to talk about today. Um, and I think a lot of it, too, as far as, like, my apprehension or my inability to just, like, sit down and, and start spitting is because I have a level of subconscious anxiety um, surrounding the things that I want to talk about today. Um, so that's also kind of part of the reason that I think that I've been inadvertently like dodging it. Like I'll sit down and I'll record like five minutes and then I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I stop it. Um, or I will get myself all amped up and hyped up to do it. And then I'll start doing it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I kind of like weasel my way out of it again. And I've done that like 12 times today. So I began to become very frustrated. Uh, it was like me versus me. It's always me versus me. So yeah, but I'm here. Um, and despite the anxiety that I was feeling, because you know, you could say, well, if you're feeling anxious about it, or if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. And I'm like the queen of telling people that like, don't do things that you don't want to do. And it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just that it's not like the easiest conversation for me to have with myself or for me to put myself out there in that way. Um, so while I have anxiety, it's not that it's not coming from like a fear of doing it. It's just like, uh, 
I know this might be a little bit uncomfy for my insides, but I still need to and want to do it, if that makes any sense. Um, so yeah, I think that I need to stop rambling and just kind of like get into it. So we're going to do that. Um, obviously, as you know, today is Valentine's Day. And a lot of people have a lot of mixed feelings about that, which is totally understandable. I hate it for what it's become as far as like this commercial, like any holiday that's been commercialized really just makes me feel icky inside. But I also do think that it symbolizes something really important, kind of as I mentioned, um, you know, love is the most universal and strongest force I think that there ever could be and that there ever will be. Uh, and we should harness that uh, every day, not just today, not just when they have, you know, heart-shaped Reese's peanut butter cups, even though they do slap. Um, so when it comes to those conversations about love, especially love and the way that it's displayed on a day like today, it's usually always about like, you know, love for a partner or love for your family, love for your friends. And even more recently, I think the conversation around Valentine's Day love and that season of the year has evolved into conversations about self-love, which is cool and great. Um, but I even think that has kind of been like overdone a little, or maybe, you know, it's a really great concept, but sometimes we miss the point a little bit, um, as we do with a lot of things, it always gets turned into something that it doesn't really need to be. Um, and so this whole conversation about like self-love and self-care and all of those things, I think is super fucking cool. We need to show up for ourselves. We need to love ourselves. And I think that there's not enough of that. But at the same time, it's also like kind of become this, do a face mask and buy yourself a coffee and you love yourself. And I don't know how I feel about that. Um, and so that's what I kind of wanted to talk about. Like those actions towards the self are obviously positive. I don't think that we should stop doing face masks or buying ourselves coffee. Like, Lord fucking knows I'm not going to stop buying myself coffee. Um, and I'm not going to stop, you know, justifying it on my way there with like, I deserve a little treat because I do. And so do you. So like, keep getting yourself those treats, please. I beg you. Keep treating yourself. Keep taking care of yourself. But also remember that self-love is so much more than that and is so deeper than that. And I think it, it took me a really long time to learn that the hard way, the very hard way. Um, it is a constant journey and a constant almost battle for me to push beyond the easier parts of loving yourself, of, you know, treating yourself and, and taking care of yourself in a physical sense or, you know, taking a mental health day every once in a while, like it cuts so much deeper than that. And I think that I was rather oblivious to that um, up until like the last few years of my life. 
I want to talk about staying loyal to yourself when you might lose the approval of other people in doing so. I want to talk about how we will abandon ourselves, our beliefs, our thoughts, our wants, our needs for the approval of other people so that people will like us, so that people will love us. Because it's a really, really, really sad thing to witness other people do. And in reflection, once you realize that that's what you were doing in a situation, it's really, really heartbreaking to accept that you were willing to sacrifice yourself in that way for external validation. Um, and I think that we're all guilty of that in ways big and small. Um, and so the ultimate act of love for yourself, I think, is holding true to what you want, what you need, what you know, and like the pit of your gut and your core is right for you. Even if that means hurting someone else's feelings, losing a friend, losing a family member, um, you know, ending a relationship, pissing off your boss, like whatever the situation might be, because this goes so beyond just the realm of like romantic partnerships. It is so fucking difficult to stick to your own guns when it comes to making the decision to stay loyal to you. Doing this not because I know that he's still going to love me if I do. Doing this not because I know that I'm going to get a promotion if I do. Saying something um, not because you know that other people are going to like you more or want to be your friend. But doing and saying and moving through the world in a certain way because that's what feels good in here. That's what feels good in your bones. I don't know if it's something that like we ever truly actualize in our lives. Um, but constantly working towards that and showing up for yourself and like holding yourself accountable to doing that is huge. Um, I cannot so proudly sit here and say that in my relationships, Every single past relationship of mine, I have in some way, shape, or form changed who I was, compromised my values, diluted my interests, made myself small, silenced myself for the approval of someone else. Every single time. every single time. And while the relationships and the situations that those relationships might have um, presented to me were different, that pattern really, really at a point like forced me to turn inward and ask myself, like, what the fuck are you doing? Who even are you? Because I think I got so caught up in doing that for years 
that I had no idea who I even was because I was constantly shape-shifting and being a chameleon for other people. And in some ways that was little and in other ways that was huge. And I don't think until it became bigger that I was forced to look at it um, and say, okay, pause. What the fuck is going on here? Um, I just, it makes you a bit existential um, and it makes you really each time not only are you ultimately losing because clearly none of those relationships were successful. They were unhealthy for a number of reasons and they were unhealthy because of that dynamic of like, you know, self-sacrifice that I was placing on myself. So I would always end up resentful and I would always end up, you know, not happy. Um, and they would end. Um, and every time afterwards, I would have to spend all of this time, like mending my relationship with myself. I remember even bigger than the heartbreak of a relationship ending or a person not being in your life anymore. The greatest, deepest ache that I would feel would always be the ache that I felt from abandoning myself. Every single time. I would absolutely mourn the loss of myself and who I was. And so I would spend that like post breakup period, right? Where you blow up and you're great and you're doing, you know, all the best things and you're living your best life. I would spend that mending my relationship with myself, doing things that I wanted to do, being who I wanted to be, getting to know myself again. And then somebody new would come in the picture and it would all be fucking blown to smithereens again. And I would be like, what happened? Like, what happened? Why did I lose myself again? You know, why does this happen every time that I'm in a relationship? And it's really easy to point the finger and blame it on other people. But at one point I just had to be like, girl, you are the common denominator here. Um, you are allowing it. You are allowing these other people to make you feel small. You are allowing these people to push you to compromise your beliefs, your wants, your needs, you know, whatever it might be. You are the one that is so willing to be so disloyal to yourself. Like I had to shake myself. I really did. I got to the point where after this had happened X amount of times that I was like, maybe I just need to not be in relationships. Maybe I can only be my happiest, most authentic self when I am alone. I am not built for relationships. I am not meant to be in a relationship because it'll always either be I'm in a relationship with somebody and I don't feel like myself at all, or I'm alone and I feel like the best Natalie since sliced bread. And it's like, that can't be. I just refuse to believe that that's true. I had myself, you know, chokeholded by that for a while, but like, I refuse to believe that that's true. I begged and pleaded with myself that there had to be a way 
that I could learn to maintain who I was and maintain my sense of self, like my core, right? Because we always ebb and flow through different relationships. We always have to make compromises and create space for two people's energies in relationships. And, and so that's fine. But like maintaining the core of who I was, who I, who I wanted to be, who I felt I was, what I thought, you know, what I um, valued, all of those things needed to stay intact. I needed to learn to keep them intact and also let someone else's energy in my life. And even more importantly, to understand that if this other person's energy was conflicting with those things that I, I held close to um, my core, that they needed to fucking go. Um, and that it doesn't mean you change who you are, Nat. It means you show them the door. Because if they don't align with this, that means that they're not meant to be here. And that's that. No harm, no foul. See you fucking later. Um, so, I mean, I guess to put this all into perspective, um, which is kind of the part that I've been avoiding a bit, I will admit. Uh, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. I'll tell you a little story. Um... I want to preface by saying that I feel a little uncomfortable talking about this and, and detailing this story, not because it's like some grandiose, horrific thing, but because I carry a lot of shame in recalling this part of my life. Um, and I've worked through it a bit. So I feel, you know, okay enough to like expose myself in a way, but at the same time, like, it's just one of those moments where like, I look back and I still cringe a little. So bear with me if I trip and fumble over my words. Um, it was the summer. No, it was the spring of 2020, um, which I should have known because the entire world was flipped on its head. Uh, it was the spring of 2020. And I had met someone through a friend of a friend. And this someone took a liking to me. And I had been in this like existential crisis of just graduating college. So I would paint myself a bit vulnerable at the time. Um, definitely in terms of like who I was, what I wanted to do. I felt very insecure because I was moving back to my hometown, which was full of a whole lot of nothing. Um, I had graduated with a degree in English, which popular belief tells me holds a whole lot of nothing for me in my future. Um, so I was just kind of feeling like a low life, if I'm being completely honest. I was shacking up at the Red Lobster, bartending part-time, living with family, wasn't feeling great about myself, which is like the root of all evil, right? We do really dumb things when we already don't feel great. So I met this person, and this person took a liking to me. I had this in my head that, like, this person would never take a liking to me because they were you know, I perceived them as cool. I thought she was great. 
I thought she was untouchable to me. She was like a few years older than me. Um, and I just was very intimidated and was like, this person would never give me the time of day. So for a minute, I had like a schoolgirl crush until she like went out of her way to contact me and to start chatting with me. Um, and I got this whole like runaround about like her situation with her like newly ended relationship, newly ended relationship. Um, and all of this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. And we just like started talking and hitting it off. And that was that. Um, and so fast forward. I obviously thrived off of this attention that I was getting from this person. It made me feel good. It made me feel noticed. It made me feel seen. Um, it made me feel worth something in a time that I very much did not feel worth much of anything, uh, especially given the fact that shortly after I graduated college, the entire fucking world literally closed, like closed for business. I had no job, um, was like living in the basement of a relative's house, straight up not having a good time. I felt that I was not fulfilling my potential due to my own crap in the way and due to the world's crap literally storming itself all over, all over everybody. Uh, so a little bit of time went by and like we got to know each other um, and I found out that this person worked in law enforcement, was a sheriff. Um, and for some people that's like, okay, cool. But for me, that was like, not cool. Uh, it was not cool at all because I have very strong beliefs um, about the injustices brought to certain populations of people by law enforcement. I am very outspoken about how I feel um, towards that institution and what it has done historically to black and brown people. Um, and upon becoming educated about those things, it was very easy for me to stand by those beliefs, to uphold those beliefs, um, and to express them, you know, when appropriate and maybe even when not appropriate, because like they need to be fucking heard. Um, so that was very much an internal, like, whoa, you're sleeping with the enemy. Um, but because I already had, like, been compelled to this person and become attracted to this person, I kind of, like, kept quiet about my thoughts and feelings towards that matter at first. Um which even that is unsettling for me to think about because like nobody fucking puts baby in the corner. Um, and about an issue so heavy and so pressing um, and, you know, about an issue that I think that I am morally obligated to speak out on as a person with white privilege. I really was just like playing with fire for no fucking reason. Um, 
And so a couple months went by, and in May of 2020, George Floyd was murdered by the police. And protests and riots um, and political uproar began all over the country. Uh, and again, well, I, because here's the thing, I never once started regurgitating the opinions of, you know, ignorance. While I never uphold, upheld those, I also was quiet about what I really truly felt. And to me, that's just as bad. Being silent is just as bad as spewing hatred. So while I never spewed any hatred, I was also a lot quieter than I really cared to be, or a lot quieter than I really should have been. Um, and that's just as unsettling to me. Um, so during that time, like there were instances where I spoke up a little bit here and there, but I wasn't as ACAB fuck 12, whatever the fuck as I usually was because like I was sleeping with the enemy. Um, and in June of 2020, um, Daniel Prude was murdered by Rochester police. Well, he was murdered in March of 2020, um, but the mayor of Rochester, uh, Mayor Lovely Warren, kept his murder a secret uh, until June of 2020. Um, and so protests and riots broke out over that in Rochester. Um, and Rochester was a city that I called home for years. And a lot of my friends and a lot of my um, college classmates still lived there. Um, and so that obviously, well, no better or worse than any other instance of police brutality or police killing, um, hit a lot closer to home for me. Um, because like I said, I literally had lived there for years, um, and I walked those streets. Um, I was very familiar with that area. And so that struck me quite a bit as it did many of the people that I had grown close to, um, during my time living there. And so they're out in the streets marching and protesting and getting, you know, shot with pepper bullets and fucking pepper sprayed and arrested by RPD. Uh, restaurants were being fucking boarded up and barricaded and apartment buildings. And Rochester was in upheaval, uh, rightfully so. And I was home two hours away, donating money to them, um, sending my support, and otherwise staying quiet because I didn't want to rock the boat. And the entire time, the entire time, I told myself that I should be there with them. Did I still support in some way? Sure. Did I speak out against what they were doing? Absolutely not. Never. I spoke for them. You know, I, I gave them all of my support, but it was something that I did from afar. 
as to not rock the boat because I was consistently looking to gain the approval and keep the approval of someone who was on the other side of the fence or the line, if you will, at those protests and those riots. Victimizing themselves um, for what they had to deal with at those protests and those riots. Um, and so, I mean, this whole personal confessional really is all just to say that, like, that was probably the biggest instance for me where what I believed and what I knew in my core was right and what I would fight for on any given day. I did not give all of myself to it because so much of myself was preoccupied by this person who was, mind you, lying to me, manipulating me, um, and deceiving me on a multitude of other levels. Um, and that was something that I felt, it was something that once I was removed from it, number one, I didn't realize, like you never realize in the moment how much you really are abandoning yourself for another person. It's always in retrospect that you're like, holy shit. I really was willing to throw away this, that, and the third for this connection, for this relationship. Um, and while I had done that before in other relationships and, in, in, you know, a number of different ways, this was the biggest and this was the one that stung the most because not only was I abandoning myself, but I also was very easily able to be quieter, to be a little less outspoken, to send money to these efforts on the low, but not join those efforts on the front lines because of my privilege. It makes me angry. It makes me angry that someone else could ever tie me up that way emotionally so much. And it makes me angry that I could ever let them. And that I was ever willing to fucking do that. Truthfully. Um, because that's a cause that transcends most everything to me. Um, showing up for people who are systematically brutalized. Um, and to think that I not necessarily forgot about it, but put it by the wayside in a way. Cause I had a fucking crush on someone with a, a gun and a badge. Makes me a little sick. If I'm being honest. Um, and for such a trash situation too, which I'm not getting into right now, but yeah, never again. Um, and that's what I, I urge of you to is to never, ever, 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 ever throw away what is here, what is here what is here for another person ever. I don't care how much you love them. I don't care how much 
they love you. Um, because if they really do, if they really do unconditionally and selflessly love you, they will never expect you to throw any of yourself away for them anyway. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, you just shouldn't. And that's really all I have to say on that. Um, I did want to keep this week relatively short and simple just because like my brain can only take so much, like I said, and because y'all need to go like be romantic with yourselves or with your romantic partners or with your friends or with your pets. So I want you to go do that. So please remember always love yourself first. Um, at the expense of nobody else. And love nobody else at the expense of yourself. Do me a huge favor. Do something nice for yourself. And in honor of Valentine's Day and Black History Month, Tell off a racist son of a bitch. I love you. And I'll see you next Tuesday.